0: Hello, and welcome to New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. I'm Emily Newman.
1: And I'm Catherine Doggall. This podcast is a chance to mull over the current goings on in hotel land, chat to some pleasant folk about things they know, and provide some interest for your ears.
0: We've bought our journalism and communication experience together with our sector knowledge and contacts to create a strategic PR company which understands investing in hotels and the many roles within them. In this week's episode, we talk rent, specifically the estimated 2 billion quid's worth of unpaid rent to be found in the sector, and what the government planned to do about it. Not so much, it seems. As outdoor dining opens, we imagine just how much outside hospitality fun we could have in 45 minutes, and also talk Soho House and Sonder IPO news. And welcome to episode 14 of New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. Regular listeners will be distraught to have noted that last week Mm. we had a little pause in proceedings so we could stuff our faces with hot cross buns, bunny-shaped crumpets, Mm. chocolate. How was your... Easter. How was your face stuffing? <laughs> <laughs> my face. So, we
1: well, you know you treated me and Keegan Keen and all that. So that would be awful. I hunted some Easter eggs that I'd already hidden myself. Um, just very successful, successful way to go about things. It was clear where they were. I ate some of them. And the puppy didn't. because The puppy didn't, so I didn't spend the week in in giving the vet all my money just <laughs> like what i like to do most weeks <laughs> it just
0: seems um, to be but the last company. but last week, last week
1: he got his he got his european passport which Fame. was my my vet vet money spending for the week so who knows what this week will bring but now he has a european passport which is more than i do well so exactly I'm covetous of it
0: <laughs> that's one of us who's got one of those Exactly, and I'd be prepared to get a rabies jab. I think to get one, which is all he had to do. So, I'd be prepared exactly. Rabies jab, Mm. eating the slippers, all sorts of things I could do. Not
1: a problem. Can I have my European passport, please?
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what the Remain campaign where they went wrong. Maybe they should have had more. Mm. They should have involved more sort of slipper eating. Yes, flip reading, um, putting bits of
1: cheese in those weird plastic cones that you'd have to try and use your prehensile tongue to take out. It's a, I could, it sounds like a kind of a European, it's a knockout, doesn't it? So not afford me all over can that. To get a European passport, <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I would do that. i swear, swing is, on some, some hoops or something. <laughs> How is life in Europe what land? Over some sharks. <laughs> life in Europe land is good. <laughs> it's, it's good. We haven't had to resort to sharks yet. Um, we are still enjoying our pretend lockdown. Um, Paris is very, 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 very empty, which is very, 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 very pleasant. Um, we've all formed a Facebook group of those people who are left, called We Don't Have Any Country Houses. Um, we don't, so whenever you see someone on the street now, they don't have a country house, and we can bond over that, which is perfect. Um, and after seven o'clock, it's just me, the dog, and 150 delivery drivers. <laughs>
0: Well congratulations. It's true. <laughs> Many congratulations. Whereas whereas here in, in non-Europe land, we are rejoicing today in the outside drinking that is taking place yeah. up are and down you rejoicing the country. In it? No, no, because I'm recording a podcast. But shortly afterwards I will be outside <laughs> outside drinking, getting my hair cut. Yeah, hairing outside, Ooh. getting my hair cut, all sorts of things. Goodness knows how riotous it is out there. It is Bristol after all. Um but I'm well, sure. I, I was it told it will be by delightful.
1: somebody in England. Oh, sorry. No, you go. I was told by somebody in England that they had not booked an outside, thank you. Uh they had not booked an outside area, but you could book outside areas at their local pub. But they were in increments of forty five minutes. <laughs> just I thought, enjoyable. yeah, this this is just gets more and more magical by the second. <laughs>
0: And you wonder quit, quit, quit. <laughs> Exactly. And you wonder why people yes. are thinking, hmm,
1: Truly we have returned to normal. <laughs>
0: exactly. Drinking at home's worked a treat for me for the last twelve months. I think I'll stick with that. Exactly, Thanks but it broke.
1: Yes. So yeah. So at this point, as you're you're hearing us now, dear listener, um, you'll find that um we haven't as yet seen the picture of Forrest Johnson with his thumbs up holding a pint, but it is surely in the post. Well, though you
0: say that, we do know from uh, one of our delightful clients that he was Ooh, down yes. in the West Country butchering... I don't know how you... What the equivalent of doing a very badly poured pint, what the terminology is, but I it is I think was butchering is, is butchering, a, butchering some pint pouring, like a man who has never done a day's pint pulling in his life. Um, it was disastrous. Well, and see, yes, hilarious though that is... Um,
1: it's um, it's proof if proof be need be that this current government have absolutely no idea what they're doing as far as the hotel and hospitality sector goes, because most of us have worked at some point in a pub and can coherently pull a pint and know what on earth they're doing. And even the Queen Mother, will recall, most pubs up and down the land have a photo of the Queen Mother pulling a pint. But you've got somebody here who's got to the age of 185 or however old <laughs> Boris Johnson is. Oh, we can't tell it because it's was hilarious hair. Um, that he And he can't even pull a pint, much as Rishi Sunak didn't even know how much rent hospitality is set to spay. You've got someone here who can't even pull a pint because these things are, one can only assume, deeply beneath them or whatever. So what the yes, I think for? a serious point is able to be made at this juncture. I going Absolutely. to check Twitter to see if there's a picture of Boris Johnson doing a thumbs up like some kind of fluffy-haired maniac.
0: Yeah. If not, if there isn't already, it's bound to be
1: incoming It is, it is It's the front cover of the sun tomorrow, I absolutely guarantee it
0: <laughs> so, yes. so yes And you've been enjoying snow as well, I understand Oh, sunshine and snow Most mm. peculiar uh, But, you know, such is April and, and all that April and, yeah, sunshine Bit of snow We were at the beach at the weekend And there was Yeah, oh I know, out, you see? Out, out Ooh. Out, out, out much delight. Um you mentioned rents. Should we talk about rents? Because, oh, I think we should. I think we should. Because in your very good weekly column, um that comes out mm. at the end of the week, everybody, just in case you don't know, do visit the website for weekly column fun. Um we you you talked about rents. Um what do you wanna give us a bit of a recap and um What should happen? Should we let the market decide what happens with rent and all that jazz?
1: (laughs) So, yes, so the the moratorium on Beanna chuck people out of your property um, because they have not been paying the rent is coming to an end in June and the government has uh, opened it up to ideas. Um, Because, you know, somebody might have an idea. They haven't had an idea so far apart from not allowing people to kick people out. Um, that was their idea. That idea is running a bit uh, a bit weary because um, there's lots of uh, landlords what are Tory donors um, and they want their money back. And you can understand that because it's an investment and it's not all Tory donors, it's pension funds and people like that who are investing in property and there are lots of hungry pensioners out there and we can't have that. So um, so fair enough. So they can need to come up with a solution and there's kind of some, some solutions and they said, well, we need people to talk, we need the landlords and tenants to talk or we might step in. <laughs> and there was no, there was no, no idea about what that might involve. And there was no real area in the submissions for um for questions as to what you could suggest they might do, like with knuckle dusters and down back alleys. And we'll step in, mate, we'll step in, be afraid, because we will step in. All right, well. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> mm. so it's not coming along quite as well as it could do. Uh, maybe somebody will submit some tremendous ideas um, that are not just about mine stepping um, and uh, and maybe they won't. But what we've seen elsewhere in Europe is there's been a lot more enthusiasm to get people around the negotiating table and a lot more incentives. Um, so some countries in, here in Europe land have offered landlords uh, tax breaks if they are forgiving of rent. Um, so uh so yes, people could do that, and that's obviously been snatched up because people like tax breaks because it makes you feel like you've got something for nothing and uh, got one over on the man and all that kind of thing. People are right into that. Uh so it's socialism that gets out of hand. But um so yeah, so that would be a thing that could be done, but that of course is uh slightly hobbling to the tax take and um and the government doesn't want that because it's got to claw back all the money that is thrown away. The submission paper itself was very amusing because it was full or half of it was full. about how tremendous the government's been, how supportive the government's been, how wonderful the government's been, and which completely belies the, um, the truth of the matter, unfortunately. So that's tricky, because we wouldn't be in a situation, would be, if, um, if the government had supported rents, for example, and it's a lot of money, and it does skew the market, and all of those things are true, But the estimation from UK hospitality is that hospitality rents account for 2 billion of rents, Two billion is a lot of money. I would like two billion. If somebody wants to give me two billion, I could spend it very wisely, I believe. But when you look at, you know, and doesn't one one doesn't want to be a crazy, insane harpy about this, but Ceston Trace <laughs> Just come on now. Just come on. You can billion. find thirty something billion. So, you know, sort of seventeen times the rent shortfall shortfall. And this rent shortfall is, you know, this isn't blind numbers. It could easily be blind numbers to the to the government means nothing, but it means people and businesses and, and all these things. And to just you know not do something about it other than say we might come and make you negotiate, we're not <laughs> sure how. Is just rubbish, isn't it? If you've been supporting people, you wouldn't have to be negotiating and be talking about you know alleyways and dogs and you know possible bad quotes from Oliver Twist. So um, so yeah, so that's where we are with rents, <laughs> which is to say it seems no. like one. the
0: most. Yeah, exactly. It seems like one of the most complicated <laughs> PR campaigns in the world. Um, and as you noted in your column, we are fans of PR. But to kind of orchestrate an environment where you then have to create an investigation that, in the course of that report and that investigation, tells everyone how great you are, there's a better way of doing that, <laughs> isn't there? There is a better way of doing there that. There are
1: better ways of doing that. There's a shorter way of doing that. I can't <laughs> think of that might be as well. at this point. It's, oh, no, it's give people two billion. There we go. It's give people two billion, and that's the end of that. So, no,
0: we can't do that because it's messing with the market, is it? It's messing with the market. <laughs>
1: that was very Grant Mitchell there
0: for a second. It was. That's good. <laughs> I miss Grant. Um, talking of the market and Mom! people in the market. Is that Grant or was it the other one? <laughs> I don't know. One of them with no hair, probably. Mum! Blur. <laughs> <laughs> they, they blur. Mm. Um... On the market then, and a, a sliver of the market, is um, are those independent folks. And there has been a recent re- report from Kantar saying, um, so obviously during the last 12 months when we've been able to go nowhere further than the end of our road, and we've discovered, I think I may have mentioned, the delightful cheese sandwich mm. that the deli at the end of the road makes. Um, but we've discovered things close to did. home. Yes, which were all lots of fun. And this report from Kantar says that uh, this this trend uh, is likely to be enjoyed, which puts independents in a strong position. So do we extrapolate that to mean independent hotels as well? Um, And we've seen quite a lot of people... And yes, I'm sort of balancing this one off between that trend versus um the reports and the analysis that we've been reading around how consumers will be looking to the brands for reassurance and such and and the theater of cleanliness Mm. and we've scrubbed this for this long and that's the case throughout all of our hotels yes i haven't heard that for a while in pandemic bingo thought i'd chuck that one in there no
1: we haven't no which is a shame because in my mind it's you know super clean theater Mm,
0: jazz hands Mm. so what do you think do you think that 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 trend towards independent and close to home and authentic and stuff will balance out with we must see all these cleaning protocols and that's reassuring and how will it all play out for and there's also the the conversions to
1: chuck in there yeah so i think you can have it both ways can't you always so um and pandox is anders Nissen um mentioned this right back at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh nice. Um back in the day, um, and he was talking a lot about how now we're all driving to where we're going on holiday. And just for the record, when I was growing up, we always drove on the way to go on holiday. And sometimes it did take two days. So still <laughs> this oh drive to it's like staycation is domestic holiday. It's like drive to was all the holidays that we ever did. But we can call them drive to holidays because it's ridiculous. Um so anyway <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter how, if you're only going by car, you can really only drive to it. Um, but that aside, um, you're driving two things. They're more likely to go more local. And, of course, the more local you are, the more stuff you know, as per your cheese sandwich down the road, the more stuff you know about what's going on. So you're more likely to know about some cool hotel or some, you know, uncool hotel, depending on which way you you want to swing it. Um and then you're more likely to go there and you don't looking for, well, you know, I'll, I'll stay here because it's it's a brand I know or I'll stay there because the, the fear of the unknown is taken out of the window because you you know it more. Um, so, yes, you're more likely to stay in independent hotels and or local brands. Um, but there's also the opportunity, as we've seen, an increase in conversions. Then it was a slow start because, of course, at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was just shocked and didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then people started to you know, get back into things and that was, that was wonderful in every way. But um, now we've seen the increase in conversions to the, to the big operators, but it's not been as simple as that. It's been um, a huge increase in the number of people converting to the collection brands, which of course is the brand you can enjoy without giving up your super wizzy independent status. And so theoretically, you would be staying with this brand if you're interested in the theatre of cleanliness and enjoying your theatre of cleanliness and having your unusual chairs as well uh so mm,
0: indeed life yes. could not get much much better
1: it could not get much better and i refer you back to the theatre of cleanliness and having been a chambermaid myself and telling you that i'm sure there's a lot of people who've been sticking to it and i'm sure there's a lot of people who haven't and i'm and sure there's a lot of people who used to work in the hospitality sector and thinking if i want to be careful about my cleanliness i'll be doing it myself and <laughs> and i also suspect that we are a long way down the road in the pandemic now and people are not People have inured themselves, I think, to how likely it is they're going to catch it from the toilet roll holder or anything along those lines, because I think we'd be fully Lady Macbeth by this point, (laughs) and just our hands would be ribbons, ribbons. If we were, I'm still, you know, carrying the hand sanitizer around with me everywhere, obviously. But I think it's may well be less of a concern when people are booking. We do hear and all the surveys that cleanliness is still an issue. And obviously, you don't want to turn up and there'd just be human feces smeared up against the wall. And you laugh, but I've stayed in that hotel. Oh but, um, so, <laughs> and, it, and it was a major brand. Um, but <laughs> but that was pre theater of cleanliness days, so completely different. So um so yes, I think that the independence. May well have their day. And also it's, it's a more interesting experience, isn't it? If you've waited a year to go on holiday, you, as we've said before, it's got to be good. And you just, you're going to maybe spend a bit more and, you know, some of the more interesting independents are you know a little bit more expensive. Maybe even some of the, the other brands, you're gonna splash out and you're gonna make sure it's done properly. And independents do deliver that.
0: Exactly. And they provide an experience, don't they? Which we've been told time and time and time and time and time and time again is what the people want. Um and Indeed. an experience is that which is unique and it's different and it's I don't know, for different people it will be for it will be different things, but it's certainly not. Yeah. Um, although although one doesn't want to be
1: too much of a cliche um, because it's fair to say that I've stayed in some independent hotels which were super unusual and niche and all the rest of it and were also absolutely rubbish in every way and I wished when I stayed at them that I wasn't having an amazing unique fantastic experience I wished I'd you know gone to my local double tree wasn't like that that's what I wished I thought to myself it's awful and I regret having done it so it's not as easy as all brands are boring and all independents are super fascinating, amazing. Um, but the higher up the chain, up the
0: up the cash scale you go, uh, is does become more relevant. It indeed it does. Um- Time's trotting on, uh, incredibly, which is just because it's great and it's fun to chat. Um, But there are a few things going on in terms of investment news, which it might be a good idea just to have a quick talk about. Um, So we all got dreadfully excited uh, when the Q Hotels portfolio came on the market and we were
1: ready for
0: blood and ready for blood and ready for blood. (laughs) Have we seen any – has it been carnage? No oh
1: no. which which is i know i know but it's good it's it is. good that they're going to work things out exactly it's like it's yes like some very high profile it's like when marilyn manson and dita monte split up is that not like, oh no if they can't make it work then who can but um but it's not this doesn't work for that because they didn't get back together um, but people just just working it out, just working out in a mature fashion, just working out, and I think that we and we are seeing a lot of this uh, at the moment in the sector. People refinancing and working it out, which is very mature and a sign, of course, of the maturity of the hotel sector at the moment. That it's not all cowboys; it's people taking mature, dis- mature
0: decisions in a mature fashion. So yes,
1: so what have we learned? Lots of being mature, but
0: different to letting the market work it out.
1: Very different to letting the market work it out because that's not a real thing. <laughs> that's a thing that's the thing that people who who didn't even do GCSE economics as I did. Um <laughs> can tell you. Um yes, there is no there is no I we've been reading a lot about I just let the market work out when people say just let the market work out they mean they've got a fund that wants to invest in distressed hotels and can people start <laughs> bleeding onto the floor now please because we're <laughs> going to work it out for you by buying some bargains that's what they mean when uh, when uh, when something happens that is completely out of the control of the market in this case a giant virus then, <laughs> then you need external addition, uh, external help to help deal with it it's not something to do with the market and even if it was to do with the market We do not operate a completely laissez-faire market. We have things like taxes and things like rules and things like all those things. And so letting the market work it out, which is just uh, a way to get loads of cheap property because you think you should, is in fact not the right thing to do because that's not how we all got here. And also that would be really awful. Um, (laughs) It would would be lots of suffering and screaming in the streets and people having 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40-year-old businesses going to the wall for no reason that was their own. So, uh, so let's not let the market work it out, shall we?
0: Agreed. Let's not. That sounds that, a terrible idea.
1: It does sound like a terrible idea. Unless, you know, you have, say, say you're Prime Minister and you have a brother who has been managed um, to set up a, some kind of fund um, with lots of uh, money from the, from the Far East that was maybe going to invest in distressed assets. <sighs> but, um, like, uh, you'd have to talk to the South China Morning Post for that because I haven't read about it anywhere so I have read about it there.
0: Let's talk about IPOs, because there seems to be a flurry, a flurry of IPO mm. chat. Soho House and the good people at Sonder. Good old Sonder, yes. Not sure yet what Sonder are up to, but it looks like they might be
1: looking at a number of different ways to make really just huge screens of cash. Wads um, of it. So I saw a value of just absolute, just gobbets, just Big fat chunks of cash. $2.5 billion of big fat cash. Um that they will use to pay some rent. I don't know this, but I can't remember thinking that if they're going, going to go up, they're probably paying their rent because it looks really bad if you haven't. Um but yeah, I think they'll probably pay or machine. i probably have some offices in other parts of the world as we expand globally. And maybe some tech support. This kind of thing that people always say in this scenario, instead of saying, "I'm just gonna like just hookers, mostly <laughs> hookers." We've got like a a, a pie chart yeah. of what we're gonna spend the money on. Some on offices, certainly. Some Fair for a us. Small bit. Some on hookers. Some on hookers. And then like weird stuff, it, like our faces printed on M and M's and that kind of thing.
0: <gasps> we're gonna Send to everyone. I suppose we'll, you can do that a thing. I just One day we will get to the stage Where we've got our faces Printed on new dog Branded M&M's And then my yeah. life's work Will be We'll drop the mic Life's work complete
1: Off we go <laughs> exactly. to an island Shaboom
0: <laughs> Island Full of hookers With m ms
1: <laughs> Any other news? Uh, no. Yeah, Soho House. That's. Fun oh yes, sorry, I- IPOs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. So 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 so, so, so House. So I I see that Goldman Sachs, are the latest rumor to be getting Soho House. and um, people always like putting money into Soho House. It's like a thing that people do from time to time. Um, I should check really to make sure I haven't. But people do, and then they say, "Oh, it's so wonderful," because of course you get the the membership fees, of course, which are not inconsiderable. and yeah, membership fees, and you can um, and basically, it's sort of like a not like timeshare. That'd be cruel. But, you know, you've got this kind of undercurrent of constant income and then you know people are always going to come and pay over the odds to hang out in your, on your swimming pool and to be a roof um, and all that. So it's really, it's like double prizes. You get to charge a door a, a ticket to get in, um, but, uh, but all the time, every month. And then loads more, and they're expanding other they pay. People think they're really cool. I think the only thing that I could possibly see that could go wrong for So House if they stop being cool. Um, but then, you know, they're so non... You know, they they haven't got like a, a million rooms, so you can be uncool and there's plenty of other people who are gonna come behind you who are gonna think, Why well, you know, I wasn't that cool anyway, I'll be a member of South Rum. So yes. And they've
0: got it's that super un- delicious um toiletry brand, which which would keep me as an investor happy for years to Ooh, come. Which quite super frankly. delicious toiletry brand is this? You're gonna ask me that and I can't remember what they can called. Cowshed is that then? Yes, yes. Well done. Yes very good Yeah. yeah. See, they yeah were, that's we're now
1: at the tricky point where I know about it, it oh, therefore oh, it's God. probably not cool mm. <laughs> just just a sign just a sign. Somebody, somebody of a
0: brand <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes just, it's best not to ever let me know about it um, because <laughs> uh, then it's, it's proof of proof you need it that it's not cool I was talking to a Starwood development executive many moons ago about W he said oh, W is so cool he said yeah no 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 W is, is for people who want to be cool so cool people don't go to W they don't at all. They stay somewhere that you or I will never know what it is or where it is until it's far too late. Um, for any of us to get involved. And I know this because I went to an ace hotel once and had a burger. Um and now I realised that none of us were cool. Um, it was very overpriced. Um, but it did have those triple triple cooked chips. Where after a while you think maybe I should just, just bring me the fat that you cooked them in and maybe I should drink that. <laughs> i they don't offer that as oh just it's just fat now, isn't it? It's just solid fat. <laughs> And I have it as a shot. <laughs> Lovely. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so aspirational cool. So I I couldn't tell you. Obviously, Goldman Sachs thinks that um, So House is cool. That's always a sign, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah. I always turn to Goldman Sachs for my <laughs> advice. But it's my cool advice. I think they, they think it's going to it loads of cash off, which it very possibly will do. So yes. So well Good done for them. them. <clears throat> exactly. Good old Soho House.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that yeah. sort of brings us trots us nicely through to um to the end of our podcast. Which you've can I just say you've done remarkably well? Because you've had studied literally chewing your headphones, your ear. <laughs> Part
1: of you. you can hear this sort of every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and, which is and good because people I... will be you know
1: lying in bed listening to this and thinking,
0: "Is that there? Is there a monster under my bed? Oh, is what's <laughs> happening? Don't and and don't worry, I like I That's can reassure everyone." <laughs> <so>. <laughs> fine she
1: hasn't got an all-animal lecture it's
0: on us it's, just... it's too late now too late now if you made it <laughs>
1: keeping
0: my eye on you and making sure that you're all right not being mauled to death
1: by a four-month-old puppy that's oh, a, mo- mostly mauled to death he's got his he's got his spastic sparkly ring that's meant to taste of wild boar so he's just, no, no, no,
0: no, no, he's no. just living his best life in his eu passport
1: isn't he yeah this is it it's just gloating just gloating. So yeah, look at me. I can get rabies,
0: but I can't. Ah!
1: <laughs> it's not. I didn't ask for that. Actually, no. The, apparently, it was. It was a particular type of rabies, Jad. That you can ask for one that doesn't have extra side effects. So obviously, you can add your AstraZeneca jokes in here. Ah, but please do that. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, do. And look at that. We made it all the way through twenty eight minutes and no mention of Prince Philip.
0: Yeah. Oh, we did. Well done.
1: Yes, we should. I wish now spend the next hour talking exclusively about Prince Philip who I believe was the world's best person <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> he
0: was after Spuddy
1: yeah no of course of course of yes
0: course.
1: So, yes I did hear somebody describe um the Duke of Edinburgh's award scheme as one of the greatest things on the planet and I thought wow. I didn't do, do I didn't yeah exactly I didn't <laughs> do D of E as opposed to say penicillin I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't do D of E but I know people who did and that is not how
0: they described it no, but that is again some considerable PR effort. Well done. So totally. well done, totally. <laughs> yes, and very with impressive. that, DME sign up skyrocket.
1: Exactly. But yes, RIP, Your Honour
0: a life well lived um, right I think that concludes our, our musings for this week you can stay in touch with us on Twitter at New dog PR we have a LinkedIn page we have a website we have a column we have a podcast we have a weekly poll you'll be sick of us at the end of the week we have a dog on, and we have a dog <laughs> there are many and varied ways to stay in touch we hope you enjoyed listening and tune in next time for the next episode So that concludes our thoughts for this week. Thank you to everyone involved in creating this episode and providing something for your ears whilst walking the dog, washing the cat, chopping the veg, or however else you pass the time while podcasting.
1: Please do review and subscribe if you get your ear entertainment via Apple, or follow new tricks if your ear delight comes from Spotify. These things make a difference, apparently. Until next time.